Hello everyone, another episode of Developer Advocate Stories. And uh, with me today, uh, with me, uh, Mary, how are you, Mary? I'm doing well, thanks, I appreciate it. Great, it's really a, a interesting time that uh, we have in, the, still we are in the pandemic time, but we are trying to still live and uh, do the things that uh, we like. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mary, if you can share a little bit about you, your story, your, your whatever you want to share with us. Sure. So my name is Mary Thingval. I am the Director of Developer Relations at an open source company called Kamunda. We do workflow automation, process automation, um, and I lead the team there. Great. So uh, I think that uh, we will get to the management of a, of a developer advocate. But yes. how, how do you reach you know, your first uh, role or job as a developer advocate? That it was something that you like to do, you dream to do, or something that you know fell down from uh, somewhere? It definitely, I stumbled into it. Um, it's not something that I knew anything about. Um, I actually come from a journalism background. And when I graduated from college, from university, realized that most of the newspapers were laying off their staff because people were going to the internet for news. And so I found a job at O'Reilly Media, technical publishing company, media company, um, in their public relations department. So I was still able to write, was writing press releases and engaging with the community in those ways. And through that started learning questions to ask around how do we know that our content is the content we should be writing? How do we know that it's the information that people are looking for? Yeah. And the more that I started asking those questions, the more I became interested really in hearing the perspective of our community. How do we know that we're enabling them, that we're providing the right things? And from there grew into community management and developer relations. And along the way became really passionate about providing resources for people who are interested in developer relations and honestly creating the resources that I wish I had had when I was first getting started. Yeah, yeah. We get a lot of uh, stories about I think that uh, your, your background is really interesting, uh, a little different about, uh, you know, other people. And mm -hmm. if you can share a little bit, Mary, about your role as a, you know, as a manager of a, of a, of a team. Uh, sure. And also, you know, about you and also, you know, what the, the developers advocate are, are, are expected to do. Uh, it would be great. Absolutely. So I manage a team. We have uh, 11 people, including myself these days. And we kind of have three different teams within the developer relations team. We have the developer advocacy team, who's largely responsible for the tutorials. Um, there are, are common speakers at conferences or at meetups. Um, they work a lot on our getting started guides and making sure that people know how to use our products. A lot of demos, a lot of technical side of things. Um, we also have a developer experience side. So they're really focused on documentation, um, they aren't writing the documentation, our engineers do that, but really focused on, you know, how does that documentation get used? Is it successful? Are engineers having an easy time onboarding with our, pro with our products? Yeah. Um, how, how is that experience, right? So getting started guides, um, tutorials, things that make it easier for people to onboard and really enabling developers to have a good experience with our product. And then the third piece is community management. So the engagement side of things, um, making sure that people feel comfortable and welcome and included in our communities, making sure that those communities are a place where people can share stories and ask questions, 
um, and really feel like they're a part of the, the broader community. And then it's my role to really enable my team, right? Um, so I'm not doing as much of the day-to-day -day in the forums um, or speaking at process automation events and things like that as often. Um, but I'm making sure that my team has the resources that they need to do their jobs well, then making sure that they're able to grow in their careers and focus on the projects that they really enjoy, and then collecting a lot of the impact of the work that they're doing um, and being able to take that and create our stories about how we're impacting the community as well as the company goals and present that back internally to our CTO, who's my direct manager, um, as well as the, the CEO and the rest of our company. Yeah. And 11 people, it's not easy to manage in, in this time. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, we're spread all over the world. So there's a lot of asynchronous communication. We stress that heavily. Transparency, communicating status updates, things like that is largely asynchronous because we're everywhere from San Francisco, where I'm based, um, throughout the United States into Europe. And then we actually have a teammate in New Zealand as well. Wow. So there's not a lot of team meetings and things like that, <laughs> but a lot of communication, a lot of um, checking in on status updates and asking for progress and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and if you can share Mary a little, a little story, some stories, some uh, uh, interesting, uh, cool thing, uh, maybe sad, I don't know, whatever you want to share with us. <laughs> Sure. So one story that I'm asked about a lot um, is the connection between developer relations and avocados. Um, <laughs> part of the reason why this gets asked of me a lot is because my book, The Business Value of Developer Relations, has avocados on the cover, which often confuses people. Okay. Um, but a couple companies ago, I was at a company called SparkPost, and we had a program manager who um, would have a hard time saying developer advocate when she got talking quickly and it would often come out as developer avocado. <laughs> and so we just started calling ourselves the developer avocado team because it was fun. And then we ended up turning it into this analogy that worked internally because people kept saying, Hey, what do you do again? And what's the value that you bring and how do you actually do these things? And so we turned it into this metaphor for, you know, developer avocados were, you know, a, a team that is often seen to be spending a lot of money um, on conferences or supporting community members, but were the, were the good kind of fat, right? So used in the right ways at the right times and the right combinations, we bring value and health to the community as well as the company. And so it's been an analogy that I've used over the years since then to kind of help people understand, you know, we, things don't always seem to make sense. Yeah. But there's a good, healthy reason behind it. And if you're successful in developer relations, you really can create this healthy community, healthy company, and it benefits the company in the long run and gives us a huge competitive advantage. Yeah, I, I think that the, the, sometimes the, there are a lot of uh, jobs where, where companies doesn't see the right ROI or, or stuff mm -hmm. like this. And, and yeah. this is why we really make this show to to tell the story, to share the knowledge, Absolutely. and to, uh, and to, sit, to, to show the, the value that people, we, we got a lot of stories of, you know, of really impacts uh, that uh, happens to the community and also yeah. to the companies. So mm -hmm. uh, I love mm -hmm. the, the analogy of the, yes. the avocado. It's, it's really yes. great. And uh, yeah. Mary, thank you very much. 
it was really interesting. Um, you share a, a few insights about also managing a, a team that is really important. Um, thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, so thank you. Bye-bye to everyone. <laughs> Bye.